Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. Episode 232, we're going to talk about AEW Dynamite and a classic match that we will hopefully recap because it's been two weeks since we watched it. But before we get to all of that, my name is John and joining me this week as she does every time we record an episode is the MJF to my Richard Holiday, Marianne. Are you sure that's accurate? I don't know. I think you could swap them and be fine. I I feel. I feel like it could be evenly swapped. It doesn't really. I feel like you're. You're definitely more prone to to angry rants. Yes. Mm. Than I am. Yes. And I and I and I also feel like I am a lot more. What's the word? Egotistical and self-centered. Well, I mean MJF is, but like really superficial. Right. Holiday. Yes. And I feel like that's definitely me. Like tooted or booted outfits is, I think, I feel like a Richard Holiday mm. thing. It does. Speaking of which, I uh, finally watched last week's episode of Drag Race. Still have not watched this week's, but I will tell you right now, John, and I talked to Ernesto about this. Not pleased with the results of this week. I haven't watched any weeks. <laughs> Yo. I'm still very bad. Yo, the win was divvied wrong. My girl Crystal got robbed. Oh, ma'am. Crystal Crystal Method is my garage sale sister. She goes with her. Her parents go like antique shopping and garage selling and bring her back like weird stuff for her drag, which is like super weird because her parents both voted for Trump. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. I was like, make up your minds. But she's the one that has like a curly mullet and they call her Eldebarge. And she's just like super, uh, she's adorable. She's the one that dressed up, um, I think it was the first episode and they had like some kind of, I can't remember what the theme of the runway was. And she came out and she was like a glittery devil and she straight up looked like him from Powerpuff Girls. And it was the greatest thing. And oh, her makeup, like her, especially with her lips is like amazing. And I talked to Ernesto about this and Ernesto was like, yeah, you would like Crystal. She's really creative. And I was like, I'm pissed. She was robbed. She was robbed. And then there was Celebrity Drag Race. Which yes is a thing. Yeah, so, I want to check that out too. It's it's all right. Ernesto did ask me what I thought about it. This is Ernesto cast. Um, so <laughs> he asked me what I thought about it. And I was like, oh, it was okay because the first episode was three guys: uh, Nico Tortorella, Jermaine Warren, and uh, the comedian. And um, oh my god, I already forgot his name. The guy from Riverdale. One of the guys from Riverdale. That's honestly up, what everyone refers to him as, the guy from Riverdale. No one has ever told from Riverdale. No one has you know ever it, told me his name. I can't even remember it, which is super oh I feel bad because I really like him. He plays like the most serious character on Riverdale, not like I've like really heavily watched that show or anything, because it just got too bizarre for me to handle, which is weird because you and I loved being human, <laughs> which was bizarre. Um, and then the next week was all girls, and one of them was Vanessa, uh, Vanessa Williams. Oh, which is like, uh, I love a legend that's amazing. But the first week, the three mentors were Monet, Trixie, and Bob. Oh, so it's not, they don't do it every week, it's it's not all of them together. It's like they have three different new celebrities each week, and I, I don't know how that what the format is quite yet. Mm-hmm. If they're gonna have like all of the winners go against each other or something, okay. But oh my god, what is his name? Is it Nick Connors? I don't know. He plays Sweet Pea on Riverdale, and he ended up winning, which is insane because he's like the most masculine one. Mm-hmm. He's played Jordan Connor. There we go. Yeah, Jordan Connor. 
He's built like a football player, just like, and he ended up winning. It was just so bizarre. Um, but yeah, I've just been watching, like, I have not been watching Drag Race on time. I don't know what's happened to my life. And you you feel like I would be catching these things on time, considering I have nothing to do. Right. <laughs> but I've been real into this. Um, have you been doing a lot of phone app games? No. I've, there's one I got on my tablet that I had gotten like years ago, but ended up stop. And I got like, it's from the same game company, but it's like a hidden, like a hidden mystery where all of the pictures is like, you have to find hidden like objects in those pictures. And it, a lot, it's like different, but like there's a bunch of different pictures, but they're all the same ones, but all of the objects move places. So it's like, it's not easy. Huh. But they have like, and then they have like mini games that are like the crystal kind of Candy Crush chimes one type one, and then like a card memory game and stuff like that. But the art is like really pretty. And so I've just been doing that like weirdly obsessively because I don't have anything else to do. But I mean, work's been fine. Obviously, have, how was your podcast? How many podcasts are you doing right now? Uh, I do, I'm doing this one. I'm doing uh, the Pincroft pod with Lauren. I'm what was the last one you did? We, the last movie. The last movie we did was Major League. Oh, I need to listen to that one. Holy it, shit. The, the movie fun. that makes. Did you tell Lauren that that movie makes Chuck Taylor cry? No, I did not. You should. Um, <laughs> it's not a lie. I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, I have Podcastica. So I'm doing three weekly right now. I was talking to Dylan about Yakety Cast the other day. Yeah. Because I was asking you where that picture of Dylan went. Oh, yeah. I have no and Dylan idea. Dylan was like. He was like, I'm furious it's not in your room. <laughs> it's somewhere. I have it. I it's just gotta don't be. It's know real where good. it is. It's in the same place as my Cassie and Andor pop figurine. Yes. The, I the, bet you. The Phantom Zone, wherever that yeah. is. Yeah. I've also been watching a lot of BuzzFeed Unsolved. Uh, a lot of people have been watching that, apparently. It's so funny. Like, and I had watched it before, like the Supernatural ones. The, hey there, demon. It's me, your boys. Yes. It's me, your boy. Um, or Rock and Roll Buckaroo. As he's lying with his shirt rolled up on a pentagram in a basement. Rock and Roll <laughs> Buckaroo. <laughs> it's the funniest shit in the world. But I've been watching that a lot. Um they did an episode where they went treasure hunting for that uh, forest fence treasure, which actually it turns out was, have you heard of it? No. So it was this guy. He's basically like the real life Indiana Jones. Uh huh. And he would like, uh, go and just like collect old artifacts and stuff, like find things. And he had all these things that are worth like millions and millions and millions of dollars. And he has a museum and, um, he wrote a book and in the book he said, um, I've buried treasure somewhere in the Rocky Mountains that's worth like almost two million dollars. It has these items in it, and he said what the what it was, what the treasure chest looks like, and then he gave a poem that has nine clues to help you find it. Mm-hmm. Like fifty thousand people have went looking for it, and nobody found it. And the BuzzFeed guys go looking for it, and the thing is, is he was like. He lists what's in it, and it's a lot of, like, powdered gold and, like, silver and gold and, like, really, really old, like, artifacts from, like, tribes and stuff. And one of them was, like, a bracelet. He found, like, a like a, like a a blue turquoise bracelet he found in the crack of a cave huh. somewhere. And he said that the only thing, he was like, it's yours if you find it, but the only thing I want returned to me is that blue bracelet, which is a favorite, his favorite thing that he's ever found. Interesting. Yeah, and it turns out I was like, oh my god, I want to go treasure hunting for this. And I was telling Chuck Taylor about it. And I said, yo, I've been watching a lot of BuzzFeed Unsolved and I want to go on a treasure hunt real bad now. And his response almost immediately was, I've got a treasure in my pants. 
Nice. And then he went, I made myself laugh. And I was like, you're fucking pathetic. (laughs) And then I told him, I was like, oh, shit, somebody actually found it last year on accident. Oh, wow. People have gone purposefully looking for this. And there's like nine clues and you have to figure out where in the poem. And it's a good poem, like where the clues are. Mm -hmm. And somebody found it on accident clearing after an avalanche. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was in Colorado. Interesting. But obviously he couldn't put it anywhere in Yellowstone because then the park was like, uh, you have to go through us in order to claim it. And so he was like, no, this is for the public. Anyone who finds this, it's theirs. Right. And the person, somebody found it. It's millions and millions of dollars. That's Isn't crazy. That brilliant. It's like a real life. And it was like, a, and it was, it was above ground. Huh. He didn't bury it. Interesting. It was literally like a cat, like a, like a bronze chest, like from forever. The chest itself was worth a lot of money too. And that it was hidden above ground, which is like insane. Yeah. It was huh. just so cool. But sorry, this is just treasure cast. And now I'm just like, I want to go on a treasure hunt, but obviously it's the same as geocaching. Yeah. But like worth a shit ton of money. And I was telling um, this, obviously, I'm still on Hinge, Hingecast. We'll get to wrestling in a second, you guys. I'm just really, I haven't talked to people in a while, and I just need to talk to someone that isn't my mom. Um, They, um, I was telling them, because I was telling them about the treasure thing, and they were like, isn't that just geocaching? And I was like, well, yeah, I took a geography class at San Jose State where one of our projects was to log, register, and hide our own geocache. Okay. Which is the coolest project I've ever done. Yeah. And uh, my teacher, did I tell you about this? I don't think so, no. Well, I haven't told the listeners about this, but my teacher was saying uh, one of our class sessions, and she was like, one of, the best teachers are the ones that just obviously love the subject that they're teaching. And um, one of our class sessions... She said, okay, here's the coordinates for this. So we know it's around here. I have been looking for this particular geocache for like five or six years. And she's never found it. And it's on the San Jose State campus. Mm -hmm. My bitch ass found it. Oh, wow. Yeah. My bitch ass found it on my own. I went out looking with my friend Casey and we found it. And I was so excited. I came to school and I was like, so I just want to let you know I found that geocache. And she fucking lost her mind. (laughs) she's like where was it and she literally derailed the entire class like whatever the lesson plan was so i could go show her where i found it it was it was good shit and then i went and i hid my geocache with my mom on the san jose state campus which is what our project was it was just really cool and now i'm like i want to go geocaching now but obviously it's like not a good idea to like go outside and stuff like that yeah yeah oh i got a mask finally john you got a what a mask finally oh good well because i haven't really been going anywhere my stepdad ordered like the the reusable like washable ones uh-huh and he was like oh marianne you'll be happy off this they're black and i was like fuck yeah <laughs> yeah i have i ain't wearing no ugly mask bitch i have five, five is, there, is it your new collection do you have as many uh masks as you do hats no not yet <laughs> do you have a mets mask you should i, I bet you they make them on etsy they might. I haven't checked, but no, I have a black one. I have a, another black one with white hearts all on it. I have two Doctor Who ones, and I have of course we do. I have one that is more like you can put a filter in it. Uh, my uh, tailor from Podcastica 3D printed it, and it's pretty, Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I actually haven't worn it out and about yet, but it's pretty cool. I'm just worried about wearing a mask because I already have problems with like, um, like mild narcolepsy. 
And when your breathing is kind of restricted, it makes you more sleepy. Right. And I'm I'm scared that I'll have problems breathing and it will just exhaust me. Mm. So that's like my biggest concern. But um, I was excited. I was like, ooh, it's black. And then I was joking with my mom. When I was a kid, I loved fabric paint. I would fabric paint the shit out of everything, mm-hmm. like puff paint. And I was like, mom, I can't wait to puff paint this mask as a joke. And then I seriously thought about it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But this is a wrestling podcast and I feel like this is the most I've talked. No, that's a lie. I talk a lot normally. So Yeah, it it is a wrestling podcast and I guess I all, honestly forgot what tag team you said. I, I mean I remember now, but I was like, wow, we've I've been so off the rails that I don't even remember what wrestling is. I don't either. Um, honestly, it took a lot for me to watch uh AEW this week. I don't know what's why was going it on. because was it because like it, it just you didn't w- feel like watching wrestling or it was just are you put off by AEW? What's like? I think I'm just like I don't know. I like I usually watch brain? AEW. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Which I, is weird because our social lives are like suffering, you know. Yeah, I mean, I usually watch AEW live, and this week I just I think I put it on and I watched. I think I watched the Cody Darby match. And then I... That's exactly what happened with me. You watched a couple things after that. Well, uh, yeah, I watched like some stuff. And then I went to go uh, make dinner, basically. Oh, speaking of I, I listeners, I gave John the recipe to um, German potato salad. And he was very yeah, excited. I need My to mom make it. made John German potato salad one year for his birthday. And he was very happy. Speaking of which, John Pingle's birthday is May 4th. We which won't talk about is, Star Wars Day. It's John Pingle Day. Which is technically today when you're listening to this. Yeah, when you're listening to it. Yeah. But um, yay. <laughs> uh, Pingle cast. And <laughs> it's great. But yeah, um, my mom made quiche last night, but she makes like a broccoli cheddar quiche. Mm-hmm. And my favorite thing about quiche. Have you made quiche before? I have not. No. You definitely should try it. I mean, obviously, it's usually spinach and Swiss. Uh-huh. But um, my mom makes a really good because um, I'm not a fan of like the texture of spinach, especially because my stepdad just puts way too much like spinach and things. So it gets like slimy. Right. But she makes a broccoli cheddar quiche. And my favorite thing about quiche is you can eat it at any time of day because there's eggs in it. So you can eat it for breakfast and it's great reheated. And I had that today and I was pleased because I forgot we had quiche and I was like, fuck yes, egg pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just came up with that right now, egg pizza. But yeah uh food cast um but yeah i i've been with aew and wrestling in general just i've had a hard time i've been wanting to watch the mandalorian um i'm never watching the rise of skywalker ever again and i know that comes out on disney plus tomorrow there's been a bunch of things that i've been wanting to watch i've only been watching the things that my parents are putting on which would be buzzfeed unsolved and that's like at night when there's nothing to do but during the day i don't know if this is the same for you especially during the quarantine or for anyone in general like let us know but i don't like watching things i feel like i'm wasting my day when i could be doing something physical or productive does that make sense yeah so i don't i try and i try and do things where i'm doing something at once so that's why i like listening to podcasts because i can do them at the same time as something else but I feel like if I'm sitting around all day watching something, I'm like, I could have done things that were productive. Right. And so that's why it's hard for me to watch wrestling sometimes because I'll get back and I'm just like, I just want to make sure I get something done today that's worthwhile. Not saying that watching wrestling isn't like uh, like healthy mentally for me. I mean, you should question that and so do I sometimes. But it 
I like doing something productive. So that's sometimes where I'm like, uh, like I have to force myself to watch it, even if it's like a best friends match. Right. Which is saying a lot. Yeah. I'm, I don't know, but yeah, I, I mean, I didn't really have problems watching it this week. I tried watching it, um, at work while I was working. Cause I have it logged onto, um, I have my spectrum thing logged onto the TNT website so I can watch it. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, is it gets really glitchy. Oh, so it was tough for me to get past the Darby match. So I couldn't even finish that one, but I did add notes as far as I could, at least to get headway, but I don't like watching things before you do, because I feel like it's better for me to piggyback off of whatever your notes are because yeah, heads up, you guys. John actually knows what he's talking about. Oh. I just talk about clothes. <laughs> People have told me that that I, <laughs> that, I, that I know what I'm talking about. Also, I don't John knows that, what but... he's talking about. He's also the superior napper in this friendship. Oh, we boy. found that out yesterday. We were supposed to record yesterday, and I took a power nap, and then John took like a three-hour nap, and he went, whoa, what happened? Yeah. Oh, well. I'll probably do that again today after we I'm record. trying not to. Like when I, I mean, I've been doing that, which is weird because I'm like, it's quarantines. I shouldn't really be napping, like, especially with work because I'm at work and I'm not doing anything. I haven't found the need to take a nap when I get home. Mm -hmm. But, um, I've been told like by my psychiatrist, like if you start to feel tired, take another Adderall, but I can't do that too late in the day. And today I woke up at like 1030 and I took my Adderall at like 11. So now I'm like, "Eh, I can't take it past like four. I'm not fucking sleeping. You know, but it does help and it makes me feel super motivated to do things in case you guys can't tell I did take it. So <laughs> blah, 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 blah. all right, <laughs> AEW Dynamite, we powered through it uh, somehow. <laughs> uh, we started the show off with Cody and Darby both cutting promos about how important things are to them. I'm going to be real. I did not pay attention. That's fine. I really didn't either. Uh, Tony Shivani and Chris Jericho are back on commentary. That's a great duo. I'm really happy with that. I like it. I, I miss Excalibur, but I'm, you know. I really want them to do a thing where it's just Excalibur and Chuck Taylor. Oh, well, that would be fun. That would be fun as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I think people would love Chuck Taylor even more if they saw how good he is at commentary. Because he actually does do commentary. He just is a way of being really funny about it. Absolutely. So absolutely, I agree. He does break. He does break kayfabe with using people's like, like actually talking about them in a way that's like not you know. But whatever, kayfabe is dead. Yeah. So but Tony's back, earning his paycheck. Yes. Uh, our opening match was Cody versus Darby Allen. To the winner goes on to the finals uh, for the TNT Championship at Double or Nothing. Um, Marianne, your first note. <laughs> Uh, heads up, I'm really already rather bored with this match. I'm sorry. Now, why is that? Is it because we've seen this match two other times? I thought... The... I don't even remember seeing it the two other times. It's just these two people don't particularly interest me. My God. Um, and it's, I don't I don't dislike them. It's just kind of like a, a very one-tone personality yeah. kind of thing. And I, I already know what I'm going to see in the match. Yeah. I mean... You know... I, I think since the last time these two met in the ring one-on-one, Darby has started doing a lot more leg leg work. Not that, for, is, that is true. Impressive leg work. Yeah, and it's it's great. It's and it's not for the submission, it's for the um his pinning combination that I can't remember the 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 Last Supper. It's for the Last Supper. Which is a great name. Yes. And I, you know, I really like that. I also liked 
and I at first I went that doesn't make sense but the more I thought of it the comment by Jericho where he compares uh, Darby's offense to the great Muda's kind of makes a lot of sense because of just the the way he moves and the way he puts everything and also the into, weird face paint. yes and the face paint <laughs> I think Jericho though like what makes him such a good commentator other than the fact that I fully think he's incapable of delivering delivering a full compliment because they're right. always immediately canceled out by an insult yes like which he gave one to aubrey and he's like she's i don't like her but and then he like gives her a compliment and then says something about not liking her again it's a compliment sandwich yeah it's a compliment sandwich and you can't call it a backhanded compliment because they're very obviously insults right it's like you get one and the other it's not like a package deal yeah kind of thing He's not he's not that shady. He's very like his shady would imply that you're trying to hide the fact that you're being insulting and Jericho is just you're a stupid idiot. Yeah, I um, there was a part in this match where Brent where Brit hits Cody with a shoe and I guess it doesn't it to me it didn't really make sense because Sean Spears is standing right next to her who has a, you know, legitimate beef with with Cody going back to the beginning of AEW, but maybe there's a Brandy Brit match upcoming. I don't know. My mom loves Sean Spears. Yeah. She, he, she says he's just smiley, but it was taken back a little bit when I told her he was Canadian, but um, I don't even care with this because her face was so funny. Yeah. And then I was like, remember when we didn't like Britt Baker and didn't know what was going on and now she's like amazing? Man, yeah. We the, did not have we did not have faith in her at all. No, the the turn to us enjoying Britt Baker was it was pretty quick. I it feel. was it was like whiplash fast. Yeah. Actually I one hundred percent agree. I think like two weeks ago. It we was like, like a roller coaster terrible. injury. Yeah. We like, like if you're not bad. sitting properly on the uh Matterhorn. Yes. Oh yes, absolutely. Speaking of Disneyland, I was telling John that I ordered a candle off of Etsy where the reviews said that it actually smells like the ride. So I will give you guys an update in a week or so yes, the- when they finally get there, because this is very important to me. Yes. I did say this on Twitter. Nothing disappoints me more than finding a candle. And then all the reviews are like, it doesn't smell like the ride, which I've met people who don't understand. They're like, why? It just smells like bleach and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, are you stupid? It's like not understanding that why some people like the smell of gasoline or wet dirt. Right. And and the ride in question is not the Matterhorn. It is Pirates of the Caribbean. Just Yes, Pirates of the Caribbean ride, which is great. But the Matterhorn is also fantastic. Yes. But it has given me whiplash before. But I was a child and stupid. So Same. Same. <laughs> John, is a, John is a child now. I am. <laughs> I am for sure. Um <laughs> I enjoyed this match. Um, I mean, we'll get to the ending. Darby hits there the crossroads. There was lots of using each other's finishers. Yes. Um, Cody did the rain, did the rainmaker and maintained risk control, which I thought was very funny. Um, Why, that he did the move right? Well, that he did it, and then also just did the Okada thing, holding onto the wrist, trying to make sure he has control of the wrist. Anyway, he, he went for the coffin drop. Cody did. It didn't work. Darby hits the coffin drop, but I don't understand how it did. How did it not work again? Because he put his knees up. Darby put his mm, knees up. Okay. I was going to say, you're just falling on someone. Orange yeah. Cassidy does the exact same move, but forwards. Yes. Uh, Darby hits the coffin drop and Cody promptly rolls him up. Kind of. It was a like, if I'm being honest, it was a shit finish. It wasn't that great. It was kind of yeah. annoying. I had kind of a Jericho turn in this match where Jericho at first just wanted, he didn't care. And then he was like, no, I want Darby Allen to win this match. And I think I, I was like the same way 
Yeah. Because I'm just like, I don't like, I feel like it's not fair when Cody gets nice things, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I'm just like, it's not fair. Give it give it to somebody who hasn't like, whatever. Because the only people that have really held the titles are like the super mainstream people. Yeah. I mean, the I'm sure the, T, the TNT championship will be a, you know, it'll be a, a title that I guess up and comers get. It's a mid card yeah. title, so it makes sense. That works. Yeah. And speaking of titles, I actually really miss Adam Page. My God. I've really caught on. I love his gimmick. He literally is Wayne from Letterkenny. They're the same person. And I love Letterkenny. I'm surprised we haven't had we haven't heard anything from him. Like no nothing on Well, he does do social media, so he did do that thing where he is just like stay the fuck at home. Well, yeah, but I mean like we haven't gotten any like sort of social because, I mean, we have the Bubbly Bunch, which we'll get to, which is all shot in their house, in their separate houses. Which is hilarious. Yeah, I just think we'll, it's we'll weird. We'll get to that yeah. segment. Those segments are, and just the concept of the Bubbly Bunch. I, I would love to be in the room when people think of these things. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I have to know whose idea it was. Like, I did I did ask uh, Chuck Taylor who's who came up with the Men of Low Moral Fiber name because it's my favorite name, and it was Excalibur. <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's right. I should have um, remembered that you're not as clever as I think you are. So <laughs> my God, uh, we had God. we had another Scorpio Sky vignette where he says he wants to be a fucking legend. Have you seen Queer Eye? No. Uh, Scorpio Sky looks a lot like Karamo Brown. To me, he's like if Karamo Brown was a wrestler and straight. I'm looking it and- up. I'm looking. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and he was saying how he's like, I'm seeing that a lot of people in this locker room are just happy to be here. And I was like, Apollo Crews. <laughs> oh my God. Happy to be here, guys. <laughs> just happy to be here. Using using our language. Just happy to be here. Who else was it that stole our thing? Just a guy. I think Roman Reigns called someone just a guy. And yes. we were upset. <laughs> yes. Just a guy. You're just a guy. <laughs> my God. Speaking of Who someone. Who used to be Adam Page. Yes, yes, absolutely. But speaking of someone who is not just a guy, MJF has fully recovered his his injury, and he he somehow actually overhealed his hand, and he now has the strongest nail in the world. But he has the force. Unfortunately, he nicked his neck while shaving, and um, he is has a neck brace on. It looks very serious. Hopefully, he recovers. I. Speaking of just the shaving, his facial hair this week was a choice. Like it was borderline oh, a neck beard. Are we like it was a jawline beard? It we, was not good. Are we booting it? Yes. Mm. It was not good. And it wasn't like just at that angle. It was just like, why did you I, I don't understand? It was like he just went along his jawline and I was like, this this is not good. But Basically, he nicked his neck and he almost Sweeney totted himself. Yes. And then I was realizing as he's doing this promo, he's emphasizing a lot of his words. You know, like he's angry, but he's not like jaded. Jaded would be definitely Tim Donsty. But the way he's emphasizing certain words reminded me of Tim Donst a lot. Like, do you know what I do? You know what I was you saying? You just made the list. Yeah. Donsty wow. poo. Um, yeah, I, I could see that yeah. a little bit. Yeah. He just emphasizes like certain words. And the way he's yelling and just like, speaking of which, they, they did have a, a feud together, um, which goes along with my theory that people at Feud with Tim Johnst make it in the business. Um, my God. My God. Um, so 
Yeah, he's just emphasizing a lot. If you look up, like, especially old, like, Chikara promos of things, especially, like, like jaded or, like, really jaded yeah. Tim Balanced ones, that's, you definitely see a lot of the same thing. But, yeah, MJF is just good shit. I do not like how it says MJF's rat's house because bringing back the term rat is not something that should happen. Yeah, I agree. Ever. I agree. And it, it makes me mad when I see it. I'm like, hmm, no. Because uh, I've worked very, very hard over the past few years to not be called that. Right. So it's not, it's a derogatory term and I don't like it. But then again, it does kind of fit with MJF's um, shitty nature. So Yes. Next uh, is the best segment of the night. Up next, another episode of The Bubbly Bunch. Um, Actually, I will say that on my TV, I don't know if it was you or me, but the Wardlow thing was before The Bubbly Bunch. Oh, was it? Well, we can talk about. We'll we'll talk. Uh, it was Musa. Yeah, it doesn't versus, matter what order. We'll just talk about Musa versus Wardlow because I really don't have anything to say about it other than Good Lord that knee strike that Wardlow gave Musa from the top rope. He fucking that dude's face is destroyed. It has to be. Yeah. Um, and, and I do think uh, Jericho described. He was like big muscle GQ, and I was like, man, if that was a thing, Jericho wouldn't be wrong. Orla would be very true. Our big muscle GQ. I also don't know how excited I am that Wardlow is using the airplane spin as a finish. I guess it makes sense, but uh, I don't know. I think I'd almost rather use that knee because it was so brutal. Yeah. Ugh. All right. The bubbly bunch. Let <laughs> us talk about the bubbly bunch. Another episode last week. <laughs> Unfortunately, we missed talking about Flim Flam, which was I. Oh my God, what a great Flim Flam was amazing. Them just all it, dancing, and I think oh one th one thing that I oh, I and they like, did do, last week. They did uh, uh, highlight the Grinch doll, which I'm very glad about. That I wasn't the only person that was very focused on that Grinch doll when they were in their first yes. episode. <laughs> um, one of the things that I've taken away from these is that jake hager's pretty funny he's really funny also his pants looked great yes <laughs> sure i don't know i just really liked his pants just the pattern sorry but yeah he's really funny which is like i was like wow why didn't they use that before i don't know but i think this this kind of funny is like well i mean if if we had seen this on wwe he would have been pushing the hot dog cart or something, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. He uses his actual personality. Yes. And kind of goes through it that way, which is definitely what John Moxley does. Yeah, maybe it's we like, should say that his personality is coming out more in these than him be more than him being funny, I guess. Yeah, it's like his personality, but then the way he delivers this thing sounds so like obviously scripted, but he knows it. And so yeah. it's like brilliant. Like It's so funny. So we open this episode of the Bubbly Bunch with Jericho uh, wearing his sparkly jacket while on on a treadmill, which I thought that, was very the funny. treadmill brand was called Nautilus, by the way. Oh my! God. And let's not pretend we're surprised he was doing this because we're not. Yeah, true. Um, basically, they they do another flim flam, which is their version of TikTok, apparently. And it's it's the uh, the fight video where people punch the camera or kick the camera or throw something at the camera and the a next Manitoba person, melee. yeah, and the the next person uh, reacts to it. And this was extensive and had a lot of cameos in it and was super funny. Yeah, I did notice first though. Sammy Guevara was wearing Mets colored briefs, and I thought of you. That's great. 
Spanish yep. God knows what's up. <laughs> he knows what's up. I mean, this had so many cameos in it. But I, he doesn't I, know Spanish. It's true. He doesn't. This had so many cameos in it. I'm not even, uh, you wrote some of them down, but I, yeah, there I were, did. There Jericho's were so dad was one of them to which I said, he is AEW Miz dad for sure. Yeah. And he had, uh, the goal behind that. I thought that was oh, very funny. Good shit. Uh, Jason Muse was in it and I don't understand how that man doesn't age. He's still unbelievably hot. And, and Ke- obviously Jason Muse was in it and Silent Bob. Yes. And Kevin Smith, they were in it back to back. And we ended, Gabriel Iglesias. Yes, and uh, Vicky Guerrero was in it too, which, which is fun. Killed me, it killed me. I was like, "This is amazing! What a callback!" And it was a great person to end the video. But Jericho afterwards saying exactly what I said as I was watching this, which was, "Was that Lou Ferrigno with a taser?" Yes, that was very funny. <laughs> which is exactly what I said as I saw it. I was like, wait, I'm not seeing this right. There's no way. But it also had uh, Brad, is his name Brad Williams, the um, the midget comedian. He's so funny. I believe so, yes. He did. Oh my God, there's just, there just so many good calls to people in that. But Vicky at the end, and then just Jericho going, oh my God, stop, was just... Yes. <laughs> it was so good. And then the dog at the end, just like grossly chewing on the floor i was like oh i am that dog <laughs> i am that dog when i'm eating like pirate booty in my bed at like 10 30 in the morning with like a code red mountain dew so literally like two hours ago is what you're describing no this was this was this was <laughs> this was a couple weeks i did have a code red mountain dew at like 9 30 in the morning like during the week when i was working from home and I remember telling it to a guy I was talking to on Hinge. And I was like, look, like nothing you say, like you can say that you did something, whatever. And I was like, but I had a code red mountain at 930 in the morning. He was like, oh, no, no. He was like, I'm a healthcare worker. McDonald's was giving out free food for healthcare workers. And he was like, I went to two different McDonald's to get two free fish fillets. <laughs> I drove across nice. town for this. And I went, oh, my God. Nothing wrong and with my that. Mom was like, my mom was like, keep him. He's a fish fillet, man. <laughs> Fish fillet, my God. What's your order? Fish fillet? Fish fillet. Wow. <laughs> Kanye, all right. Uh, so up next, <laughs> we had a no DQ street fight R podcast match between Jimmy Havoc tagging with Kip Sabian and Chuck Taylor. You just made the list. And Trent, the best friends. Um off the bat here, Marianne, are we tooting or are we booting the best friends flowerish gear? Now they had a lot of flowers all over their gear. They weren't I wouldn't say they were matching. And also we had Orange Cassidy who had a it looked like a handkerchief that was the same pattern in his back pocket. Okay. Let me be clear. Let me make this clear. Chuck Taylor had a mullet once when he was younger, and I yes. would still ban him with that mullet. So oh we don't ban anything they wear ever. Do you hear me? Okay. Ever. Got it. Got it. In all seriousness, though, seriousness, I dig it. Yeah, I I liked it. I thought it was it was a little different, especially because they the don't gear... exactly match. But yeah. it works perfectly. So it's still a match your tight so we know it's real situation. They had the so. matching quality. Yes. It, I mean, they look different, but the theme of flowers the, was there. Yeah. The Chuck Taylor pink kick pads. Nice shit. Oh, yeah. Good shit. Uh, Best this, quality gear he's ever had. This match was was pretty crazy. <laughs> I, that's really all I, I there was like 
once again Trent trying to die in a match. Um, yeah, it was that was bonkers. He, he gets, always does that. I feel like we act like we're surprised each time we see a Trent match, but I'm always like, no, he's trying to kill himself. He has zero like care for his own well being. Yeah. But then like it's 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 like the same consistency of the way Chuck behaves, which is he pulls up his pants thirty times in a match. And also doing that both arms up strut is a must do for any good Chuck Taylor impersonation, by the way. Oh, I'd like to see anyone do a better Chuck Taylor impersonation than me. Um, but Trent just doesn't care. They both took a lot of real heavy shots in this match. Though. Yeah, I mean, uh, before we get into more match stuff here, just a random MLW note that I think only will make sense to a couple of people. I did enjoy that Priscilla Kelly was on the heel side of the of the quote unquote crowd cheering on Jimmy Havoc because they are um, a duo in MLW. <laughs> I thought that was she didn't funny. Come out with Darby Allen. I'm surprised she's there and not wrestling. I'm in, I'm wondering Fair. what is what's going on with that. Also, John, I don't think there was a women's match last week or this week. No, there was not. And but we also have to, we have to remember that these matches were taped like far in advance. And also yes. we have to remember that this was around the time where uh, Britt Baker legit got her nose busted. So they were probably down some wrestlers. But I mean, you could have done Penelope Ford versus. Well, I guess they're they're also like, what would make sense, you know? Because could mm-hmm. you do Priscilla Kelly versus Penelope Ford? I mean, you could, but I don't know if they would. But, it would be I mean, like a dark match. Yeah. And I mean, you have Brandy there. I mean, they wouldn't be like, you know, bangers of matches, but just uh, i mean they could be they could they be could, like, yeah. secret bangers but secret bangers <laughs> uh so like i said match was crazy orange cassidy got involved a little bit uh i loved havoc just throwing the chair at him just absolutely killing him and yes. i was just like he's just mad that he was uh crowned the inferior jim last week because they're both named jim my and- god that's true <laughs> The inferior Jim. <laughs> and as as uh, Jericho said, the orange man is out. The orange man is out. Trent. Oh, Trent Murray. When yeah, he, said, he said he should change his name to. He was like, I wonder if they're related. Trent Murray. He said he like, wondered wow. if Bill Murray was Trent's dad. And I bet Trent loved that. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. God, good shit. Trent. I did, was, was telling Trent that my new adopted dog, Odie, does not like me very much. And he's right. like, man, you got to try harder. And I was like, I'm trying, man. I'm you trying have to so try hard. harder. I mean, I agree like, with you. No, Trent. I give him, I give him, I give him a lot of updates on Odie, mm-hmm. which is like good shit. He was like, I appreciate this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trent takes a slingshot into the ladder, which Holy was shit. fucking crazy. But he also did something super like he hit, he got hit with like three to four, like, ridiculous moves but in the middle of all that he hit um i think it was jimmy havoc with the running knee with a chair which i which i thought was very creative and he's trent is and jericho did say this he was like he's really good like he's he's like top guy status really good absolutely and I, i was like that's another person it's like wasted potential in and not only in in WWE, it was kind of wasted in New Japan because they were going to have Trent have his like singles run, and then yeah, I remember don't know. Trent is Trent is big now. <laughs> yes, Trent is big now. He was going to be uh, a heavyweight, and then nothing really happened after that. 
It's I think people get too distracted with how funny and awkward he is. Yeah. Like he's never had like an actual like his character is very much like himself. Yeah. Like and so when he talks, it's just like, oh yeah, and we forgot to talk about last week when they were talking about the the match with Jimmy Havoc, and he was like, and Jimmy for some reason. Yes. And then he was like, like, because he was exactly thinking what everyone else like. What? The, why is Jimmy Havoc even here? When since that? When were they friends? He's like, yeah, and Jimmy too for some reason. <laughs> Chuck Taylor's wearing a fucking like actual chain around his neck. Oh my god! So Trent, Trent's <laughs> on the top rope at one point. He gets tripped up and falls onto a ladder from the top rope, which was crazy. Then which he just gets, wants to happen when there's a ladder there. Yes. Yeah, so he gets hit with that move. Then he gets dropped onto the chair, which is oh sideways. It's open and sideways. And then he gets double stomped through the chair. I l- very loudly gasped when he got like that. It fucked his back up, man. Yeah. Just so your back should not be bending like that. It was just, it scared me. Yeah, it was, ugh, it was a lot. Oh, he was just being an idiot. Um, match ends with a running awful waffle through the chairs. Uh, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> it was fucking nuts. First of all, Chuck loves taking that flippy ladder spot. Yes, he does. He gets flipped up. So he loves that one. I think there's a great picture of him where somebody had taken a picture of him as he's in the air doing that. And he looks really stupid. <laughs> And he posted it, and it's him, but they had flop, like flopped the picture upside down, so it looks like he's standing. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's just, it's really bad and super funny. But Tony fully calling it the awful waffle more yeah, than man. once. I popped. Yeah. So hard. Also, that was so impressive and unbelievably hot. Like I think I've said before that a move can be hot, but I want him to carry me like that. I love him. It was just. It was so it was so good. And I, I was also just proud because he got the pinfall win. Yeah, he did. It wasn't the match that was aired on his birthday, which was last week, last Wednesday. Yes. Drew Gulag's birthday was this past Wednesday. Oh, the legal eagle. The legal eagle, regal beagle. Game changer trailblazer. Diamond he's uh, he's getting a lot of airtime. Good for him. Him and uh, yeah. Daniel Bryan. I did. I did uh, comment on his picture that he posted where he has a match against Cesaro. And I was like, man, I don't like having to choose between you and Cesaro in a match because <laughs> I was like, sorry, Drew, but Claudio's my boy. Uh, <laughs> Damn. I uh, mean, I honestly, I don't know why people even expect compliments from me. The only person I give compliments to is Chuck Taylor because it makes him uncomfortable. Fair so. enough. Up next, we had Britt Baker in her uh, dentistry practice with... <laughs> With Rebel from uh, Impact Wrestling. Reba. (laughs) Yes, Reba. I thought that was, I was like, is that? And it is. Apparently, she does a lot of uh, backstage makeup for people. And uh, apparently, her and Britt are good friends. So, that's fun. Um, Man, all of these pictures of Britt and Tony are hilarious. I fully plan on, read like, I'm going to redo that with all the selfies that we took at the old Campbell there. Oh, my God. Send you a really gaudy photo album. Oh my god! And when you open, it's gonna go. We the best friends. <laughs> um. Also, Britt. Oh, that's what I got you for your birthday. I was lying before. Oh my no, god! Britt claiming that unless you're a doctor, you shouldn't wear glasses, and I was personally offended. Everyone is looking at you, John. Apparently. They can't see you right now, but they're looking at you. Yeah. I'm looking at you. Can you feel it? Yes. Disapproval. A lot of... um, You have a doctorate in napping. I do. 
a lot of uh, shots taken at Tony here. And when we come Poor back, Tony. when we come back, Tony's like, my teeth don't look like that. I don't, I have it to. It was like a photoshopped. Yes. Like, he's like, I have oh to talk God. to Brit and see what's going on. I think there's a misunderstanding, which I thought, I love that he's the the friend that's like, no, I, the, there must have been a misunderstanding. I love that that's where he is right now. Oh my God. I think that's funny. And this funny. makes me apologize as us saying that I was the Brit Baker to you, Tony Giovanni, because I would never do that to you, John. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're one that. of the most likable people. No. Remember that time I started I started that tweet thing where we just said nice things about you? <laughs> yes. That was very, very uncomfortable. Um, up next, we had Sean Spears taking on Guy Who Loves Zelda, whose name is Baron Black. Who looks like a cross between Biggie and Kofi Kingston. I could see that. Almost exactly. This was a hard skip for me. But with the outfit of Xavier Woods. Yes. Uh, hard skip. Moving on. Uh, Marco Stunt talking about how he's small and everyone else is a lot taller and he likes getting the shit kicked out of him. I'm not sure. I, I will never, like, I know he, bless his heart, I will never forget the ice cream thing at bar wrestling oh, for yeah. as long as I live. Yes. There's ice cream. And then he comes back and he's like, mm, this is good. And he literally goes up to like my shoulder. It was the most ch childlike, innocent thing. He likes I ice cream. It. He knows what he likes. What he doesn't like is facing the exalted one, Mr. Brody Lee. Oh, there's a there's a Mr. Yes, apparently so. Um, Marco had, I a, think. He's got a prefix, right? <laughs> yes. Marco okay. had, I believe, one offensive move, and the rest of this match was just the big rig fucking him up. The exalted one gets the win. I would love to see this match in a bounce house. He gets the win with, like, <laughs> the, it, it was almost like a flash sit out power bomb it was nuts like he just was like well this is the end of the match now would you like to die little boy basically uh <laughs> we had john moxley hanging out all at, at a wall that he i don't know in vegas obviously in vegas um he i did love yeah he he was thanking a lot of people which i thought but he thanked jack daniels before his wife yes old number did. seven Old number seven. And then he thanked his wife. And then he called Jake Hager a bitch. Um, and then he made sure <laughs> at the end, he's like, I need, I want everybody to pay attention right now. Call Are your you grandmother. You need to call your grandmother. My mom, my mom heard it from the kitchen and started laughing. I thought that was very funny. I was like, well, I don't need to call my grandmother because she lives in my goddamn backyard. Well, I mean, I, does, I don't think she lives in your backyard. You could just get to the house behind you from the backyard, right? No, she lives in my backyard. Oh, really? She destroyed my, no, she has a house in my backyard. Oh. But. We had to knock every, my backyard was split level, beautiful, like built on an orchard. So we had a bunch of fruit trees and it was like a jungle and we had a really cool, like attached, like, like room that could be like a really cool bachelor pad, like uh -huh. right behind our old garage. Where the drums and were? Was like, no. No. That's somewhere no, else. No, yeah, the drums have been everywhere that a drum set shouldn't be. Oh, but right. um, like it was like a back shed area. And it was just like we had like a compost heap and like a bunch of gardening stuff. And it was just like two apple trees that were left over from the orchard that our house was built on. Then we had a peach tree, an apricot tree, a bunch of purple roses. And it was just fucking beautiful. And then my old like fucking grandparents got old. We had to move them in. So I had to stand and watch my backyard get demolished when I was like 15 years old. And I remember standing there and just crying. 
My God. I was like, there goes my childhood. We can't have Easter at my house anymore because we used to have Easter back before my parents divorced. And like the lower half of the yard was for all the kids where you would just hide eggs on the grass. And then the upper half of the backyard was for like the older kids and the adults where you would put hella money in eggs. And we would still be finding, because our backyard was so cool and complex that we would still be finding Easter eggs like a year later. That's crazy. Because we took that shit seriously. Yeah. But my backyard was gorgeous and I miss it so much. And these old people, we've been having to feed them every night. Ungrateful brats, I tell you. Wow. These geriatric roommates. My God. Shoot week. Shoot week to the old people. Uh, we ha- Our main event was Dustin Rhodes taking on Lance Archer. Winner goes on to face Cody in the finals for the TNT Championship at Double or Nothing, which is definitely happening in 22 days. Good God. That's crazy. My, my first thing is, okay, so these songs with lyrics. <laughs> yes. Is everyone's theme performed by Trust Company in 2004? I hope so. What a reference. What a reference. Well, remember Trust Company had a song for what was it? SummerSlam one year? Yeah, I mean, Trust Company was, uh, are they, let's, let's check if Trust Company is still a band. Okay, speaking of bands that I just realized are back together. Acceptance was a band I loved when I was in high school and they broke up in 2005 uh-huh. and their last album Phantoms in 2005 was so fucking good. And so I was driving to the Jack in the Box drive through yesterday because I was getting a lucky. Yes. A Neapolitan one. So if you guys haven't had a Neapolitan, if you ask for the, the strawberry and chocolate syrup and a vanilla shake at Jack in the Box, it's better than the ones in and out. Trust me. Um, and I was listening and the song In Too Far by Acceptance came on my Spotify. And I was like, hmm, I want to listen to this album again. And so I looked up Acceptance on Spotify. They had an album that came out in 2017. It blew my fucking mind. I immediately called our friend Nia because we both love that band. I was yes. like, Acceptance was back together. Because I remember we were loudly like, why did they break up? They were perfect. They were so fucking good. Their lyrics were like legitimately good and not super emo. And it was just... But they're back together and their new album is actually really good. But anyways, is Trust Company still a band? No, they are on hiatus. They they had um their their album, which everybody knows, the first one. Then they had a second one three years later, and then they released one in 2011, and that was it. And that was it. They disappeared from Earth. 2017 said a new album is being currently r- written. After God, another two years, the band confirmed that a new album was still in the process of being written February 2020. There you go. So they're still writing a fourth album. I guess they still have things that they're thinking about more songs to play at SummerSlam. Sure. I guess. I don't um, know, but it sounded like trust company, all those fucking songs like Dustin Rhodes song or definitely Lance Archer's song. I'd say Lance's song, song sounds like it was done by a band that I would have liked in high school, <laughs> but you know, like anybody who's band, like anyone except Darby's. Cause I think Darby actually like knows the people. Cause that's his music. He's always been using. Yes. Yeah, He's the only oh. one that kept his music. Um, no, I mean, technically, Lance Archer's, he had that music in New Japan. Trust Company? Yeah, which is so weird. <laughs> he had Trust Company in Japan. Yes. <laughs> so this this match was fine. I really don't have anything that great to say about it. There was some stuff towards the end that was, in, that was noteworthy, but... I mean, Dustin gets busted open. Lance Archer Obviously, kicks out. Obviously, because one of the Rhodes brothers has to bleed if they're both wrestling in one night. Absolutely. Uh, That's La- like the rule. Lance Archer kicks out of the crossroads at one. Um, what an asshole. He also did the the walking the ropes into a moonsault, which was absolutely insane. I break on one, sir. 
I break on one. Um, the other thing that was kind of like we're doing the throw in the towel gimmick again in this company's short history. This is the second time we've done it in, I want to say, sorry, four what? months. Yeah, well, when Cody comes out with the towel and he goes, I'm going to throw in the towel and Dustin Did goes, I thought that no. happened on MLW. No, well, I mean, yes, it happened on MLW too, but it also happened with MJF and Cody when MJF threw oh, in yeah. the towel. Yeah. Hmm. So, I mean, we're doing that twice. I mean, technically, he didn't throw in the towel this time, but we're teasing the towel throw in like two times already. It's uh, um, I did love that Lance Archer brought back the Von Eric claw and he won with it. Um, So we're going to get Cody versus Lance Archer at double or nothing for the TNT championship. Just just hit the button for Ross Von Eric because he's hot. You just made the list. Okay, thanks. Just putting that out there. And that was that was AEW this week. Uh, last week we actually watched a classic match and we're going to try and recap it as best we can. Um, there are notes on it, but here we go. We watched, and if you want to watch before you listen to us talk about it, it's on the WWE network. It's clash of the champions 20. And it's also on whatever thing that you sent me. Yes. Whatever thing I sent you that is not the WWE network, but if you have the WWE network, it's on there. Uh, it, the main event, it was an eight man tag elimination match between Jake, the snake Roberts, ravishing Rick rude, big van Vader and the super invader who is actually Hercules. And I don't know why they didn't just, why he had to be under a, a hood and look like an idiot, but, Anyway, they were taking on the team of the Steiner brothers, Nikita Koloff, and the man called Sting. And we have Jim Ross and Jesse Ventura on commentary. McMahon. Um, this was great. I thought overall this match was fucking crazy. Jesse Ventura, in case you guys forgot, is my favorite. Yes, and he was doing the good work here. Uh, Rick Steiner always starting a match off was great. And I will say Rick Steiner had some feats of strength in this. He fucking did. Um, he over, I mean, if you are watching this for, for anything, just watch it for Rick Steiner giving an overhead belly to belly to big van Vader. It is absolutely insane. Uh, and Vader, you know, just fucking people up as, as he does. I'm reading this. There was a whole lot of no notes between the last note and this note. Am I missing something? No, I was just watching the match. Oh, okay. It was I was a- like, because I try and watch it and like tag what time it is like in the match with what notes that you have because, you know, I don't. You're right. Spoiler. I don't know what I'm talking about, you guys. Um, <laughs> my note earlier was because Harley Race came out with them and I put trainer of one Simon match. Oh. You just that made was, the list. That was my insight for this match. Was that my god? But um, um, there was there was just ugh, Nikita Koloff is so good. Nikita's great. He had a great also hot a great tag name here. for a dog. We went over that before. We, we did Nikita Koloff. Maybe next dog uh, when we get Henson a a little pup. It's a great name for a cat too. Yes, agreed. Um, any any name that could be used for both a cat and a dog, it's a good name. Solid name. Uh, he had a great hot tag, but he uh, gets eliminated very quickly. Sting comes in, and he's fucking up the Super Invader. Um, and, man, Super Invader, just such a weird, weird character. If you put Big Van Vader and Super Invader together, it would be like... Big Van Super Invader? <laughs> super, Super Van Vader. <laughs> super Van Invader. Big Super, I don't, I don't know. Ouch, my head. <laughs> Big Super Van Invader. I don't know. <laughs> That sounds weird and not right. 
Speaking of just like old, like this old time wrestling, I tried so hard to find you a Bam Bam Bigelow related present. Oh, I tried so hard. And I love failed. Bigelow. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. But thank you. <laughs> no problem. Um, another thing that uh, that Rick Steiner did is he tried to get Vader up on his shoulders, which didn't work, but almost did. Um, and I forgot, Marianne, that this is the nonsensical time in WCW where if the referee catches you doing a move off the top rope, you are disqualified. This was a you real mean the rule. rule of the world of Drew Gulak? Yes. <laughs> no flippy boy moves. No. Yeah. No flippy boy moves. It's Which is such a bizarre rule. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. What are we well, doing? The people those that big shouldn't be doing moves off the top rope anyway. That's a lie. I'm joking. No, how dare you? How dare? Sting deserves to fly all the time. Sting, my birthday twin. Sting's your birth. You're so lucky. Yeah, Sting and Chase Parker from NXT. <laughs> my God. Otherwise known as, I forgot his other name. <laughs> Wow. Scott Parker. Scott there Parker. There we go. Scott Parker. I believe they got Shitty Jeff. I believe they got fucked up on Monday Night Raw. So good for them. Of course they did. Good of course they them. did. Of course they did. Making the rounds. Um so Rude Awakening Neckbreaker on the outside gets a count out and I believe somebody else comes off the top. Oh, Vader comes so it gets down to Sting, Vader, Roberts and Rude. Uh Sting hits a slingshot suplex on Rick Rude and I got very excited because we don't have enough slingshot suplexes. We need more of them. Um, and Vader goes, I'm going to. I feel like there was a sling. Oh, no, never mind. It was a slingshot lariat in the AEW match. Just kidding. Vader decides he's going to jump off the top rope and murder both Sting and his own partner, Rick Rude. Um, and Vader's DQ'd because he came off the top rope. And Jake Roberts goes, well, this is easy. DDT Sting gets the pin and your winners are Jake Roberts and Ravishing Rick Rude, which is weird because they were feuding in WWE, but whatever. WCW, you know. Uh, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed I enjoyed this match. Everyone should go check it out. I just randomly saw somebody, um, I think somebody put a um, either a still or a gif online, and I went, I, I have to I have to watch this match. So we watched it. I thought it was great. Good shit. Uh, that era Sting always reminds me of a Jim Carrey character. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Well, because obviously he they look alike. Yeah. But it literally looks like a character Jim Carrey would play. Like I could see that. Uh, this good week. Good shit. This week on AEW, it's going to be live, apparently, is what they're they're saying. They said it was live 8,000 times during this Wow, broadcast. you cannot spell Kazarian. <laughs> Kazarian? Whatever. Karazian. <laughs> That's fine. So uh, this week, we're going to have John Moxley versus Frankie Kazarian. Uh, and then we're going to have Omega and Matt Hardy versus uh, Le Sex Gods, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara. And we MJF to, okay, is back. we need to. Last week we didn't talk about seeing Matt Hardy as normal. Oh, and I honestly was like, I don't think I've ever seen him talk normally, and it was it, it was very weird. It was it was cool to see the the dynamic between the two characters. I think oh, which that, is like, I think I yeah. never really got that. You know, it's very it was very brilliant, and the more when he look the way he looks when he pulls his hair back like that, he very much looks like Uncle Young Buck. Like they have the same shaped heads. Yes. But it was it was just really weird to hear him talk normally. But it was the whole the whole of the ass. Yes. 
um just ugh, so brilliant it's so brilliant because I, I have like such a hard time like looking at brain damaged Matt Hardy and just going like how does he come up with this let alone how does he do this with a straight face like, I don't know it's so brilliant like I don't oh so good so we have two questions Marianne oh good and actually, um, shout out to our first uh, person who gave us a question, uh, Mr. M.A. Sulko, who uh, gifted me an incredible wrestling game. Oh, it was you? Oh. Yeah. Uh, I, I had a feeling, but then I put it out on the social medias and he said, it w- I did it for The Rock. And I went, oh, thank you. It's I, I've had my eye on that game for a while and it showed up you in my mail. Him. Yeah, John texted me in a panic that morning. It was like, did you send this to me? And I was like, no, I don't think I did, because that sounds like something that I would have pre-ordered like forever ago and then forgot that I pre-ordered. <laughs> so like, I was like, wait, I don't think it was me. And the whole time I was like, wait, was it? <laughs> like, I'm very excited to play this game. I honestly imagine might... if you never found out. No, I'm sure I would have found out eventually. I might <laughs> actually because it's a it can be a one player game. I might just record me building. Isn't that the deck. just like an efed? Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, so I'm excited about it, Mike. Thank you so much. But his question is: Wed, bed, behead. Adam Page, Adam Cole, Adam Rose. Oh, let's behead Adam Rose. Be- you're beheading Adam Rose. Okay. Um, I would marry Adam Page. You would marry Adam Page. Okay. Just because I think he would make me laugh for the rest of my life. So, like, and that's, uh, but I hate Adam Cole. I know, but you know what? I He's would. He's got weird Andy McDowell eyes. I would probably wed Adam Cole. Surprisingly. Ew. Yeah, I don't why, know. So you can be the more interesting person in the relationship. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> because I mean, Adam Page has a drinking problem, and I don't. <laughs> I really don't know how great that would be. Well, my best friend is an alcoholic, so... My God. So, right now he hasn't been drinking, so he's had a lot of kidney stones. And I was Jeez. like, well, I'm still proud of you for putting up with the pain. So... Jesus. He's the only person that I've been seeing every week. My brother found out that he, that Josh was coming over for dinner every week. Uh-huh. He would have a, he would have a fucking aneurysm. Speaking of my brother, I think you would find this funny. So he hadn't called us in a couple days, and my mom was like getting worried as she does where she goes oh he hasn't called me is he okay man i'm like he's a fucking adult but um he she ended up calling him because she lost her mind and he was like oh i'm driving over mind you this was like at like eight o'clock at night right and he was like oh i'm driving over to chesborough right now do you know where chesborough is no it's like the dam over by like if you drive over the hills like by uvis like yeah okay yes behind morgan hill and he's driving over to chesborough to relocate a bunch of fish and frogs. And so he's literally driving a truck with, I don't know how it works. He's supposed to call today with like a tank of live fish and frogs to rehome them because he's working on a pond for his job. He literally part of his job, like a couple weeks ago was to sit on a kayak and count frogs, (laughs) which to my mom sounds like a dream job. That sounds like an insult you would say to someone. Yeah. Why don't you just go to the pond and count frogs? Yes. But he loved it because he's a fucking nerd. Nothing wrong with that. Did I tell you when he came to visit, he wouldn't even, like, he got mad at me because I was standing closer than six feet? That's great. Did I tell you this? No, you didn't. That's oh, my funny. God. Okay, I'm going to tell everyone because it's so stupid. He came to visit because he was working in San Martin. 
And my mom set up all the chairs and stuff in the backyard. And she's like, Sam, I got a new table because my mom likes to get free furniture and then put it outside where it doesn't belong, which is ridiculous. I'm like, you can't put these nice dining room chairs in the backyard to rot, mom. But he came over and she's like, oh, I got a new table. You should come hang out in the backyard. And he's like, no, I don't want to touch anything. Okay nerd and um i don't want to touch anything and so he's hanging out in the front yard just standing and first of all um you've met my brother correct yeah i've met both so, of my brothers yes uh ian is the superior brother my god uh, sam could you picture my brother wearing sandals uh, i don't think the answer so. is no. no um <laughs> the answer is no and when i told my brother ian this he went oh, ew what <laughs> like <laughs> my brother was wearing strap sandals like my stepdad who mind you wear socks with sandals my brother was wearing sandals with cuffed pants i could not believe who i was looking at and so my mom asked him if he wants anything to drink and we have a bunch of izzies at our house like have you ever have you had the izzies like the blackberry ones and stuff that they have at chipotle no like i have not. they're fucking good but we have like canned izzies at our house and we have peach tangerine blackberry and apple like green apple uh-huh and they all taste exactly like those things huh like exactly like they're so good and so my brother was like okay and i was like do you want a peach one and he was like okay sure and then he straight up said to me can you disinfect the can and then roll it to me <laughs> he made me go inside disinfect this fucking can of like peach soda and then roll it to him on the grass and then had the audacity to say to me, this is a soda and you rolled it to me. It bounced. Wow. You fucking dick. Are wow. you kidding me? Wow. <laughs> and then he drank it. And I was expecting him to be a snob about it because he only shops at like indoor farmer's market, hippie Berkeley shit. Uh-huh. And he was like, this is really good. It tastes wow. exactly like peach. And I was like, hmm. So I was like real smug about that. That was the only win I got out of that entire interaction. <laughs> so Odie. please don't be one of those assholes. I hear Odie in the background. I'm not complaining. I just hear really? him. Really? Yeah, I can hear him. Cute little guy. Oh, I was. I told him before I came in here, I was like, Odie, if you start doing that whiny, bitchy, crying shit, I'm going to be so pissed at you. Oh. Oh, yeah, I can hear him too now. But he usually will just go, ew, ew, and then start howling. Wow. Like, high-pitched howling, standing outside the bathroom door because my mom went into the bathroom and he can't see her. Oh. Meanwhile, I'm sitting on the couch ready to love him and snuggle him, and he doesn't give a shit. Oh. This is fully the most disappointing thing. I'm so disappointed. I took him on a walk yesterday. He didn't give a shit. I took him on a walk last week. Didn't give a shit. I was like, this is is just exactly what I signed up for when I did all the work adopting this dog. Wow. Shoot week. (laughs) Fucking Odie. Traded his other eye for knowledge. Yes, absolutely. We have, uh, which performer do you miss the most right now? From uh, from From the the sport of professional wrestling. Oh, Danhausen. Danhausen. Well, I miss Danhausen because Danhausen was going to wrestle on my birthday in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, And I did warn him that I was like, I'm sorry if my mom tries to give you some of my baby teeth. Um, But because my mom was going to meet him. That's what I was most excited about. Was taking right. my mom to a wrestling show that Dan Housen was wrestling at. That'd be great. <laughs> my mom, new to wrestling. Um, I feel like you mean miss seeing wrestle live? Just like, in general. Because I mean, like, just in- you miss seeing wrestle. I, mine's, oh. mine's Jonathan Gresham. It's not even close. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to answer that for you. But mine, I was like, obviously, I wish I could see these people wrestle in person. Obviously, I miss Chuck Taylor the most. Right. But He's on TV, can, though. Yeah. 
he's on TV, but it just makes me think of, speaking of which, when I was walking Odie yesterday, one of the neighborhood kids have written, imagine how amazing hugs are going to feel I, on yes. the sidewalk. Yeah. And it made me think immediately of that time I hugged Chuck Taylor and he was trying to get away from me. And it's just a series of pictures of me hugging him and not letting him go. And he's like, get off. Oh, my God. It's the, it's the most accurate representation of our friendship ever. And I, like, won't let him go. And he's, like, trying to get away from me. And it's just, like, blurry pictures of him struggling. It's so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> but um, I think, yeah, I want to I say just missing. See, I mean, I haven't seen Simon Gotch wrestle in a long time. And I actually really like watching him wrestle. Hotness you just factor made the aside. List. Right. Hotness factor aside. Um. Yeah, I mean, ugh, I miss Danhausen, but Danhausen does a lot of content like outside of wrestling. That's kind of like seeing him again because they're he's very funny. Yeah. So I mean, I just miss being able to see wrestling shows live. So I think that's my biggest Agreed. thing because otherwise I can just go and look up like anything that they're doing now or like social media and stuff. But I mean, obviously, Jonathan Gresham would make sense for you. Yeah. So um, Nick asks, which belt do you want? I guess like which championship belt do you want? I uh, the old WCW United States championship or the NWA television title, the one with the red strap. Those are my two. I want a belt that functions. There you go. A belt small enough that where it doesn't take up my entire waist. So the AEW World's Women's Championship then. I don't fucking know. Because it's I want a belt that's no, I want the PWG belt because it's green. Ah, okay, that's a good makes one. sense because it's green. Yeah, that's a good question. Not your best question, Nick, but it's still pretty good. All right, <laughs> so that's Nick. Gonna... Are you going to send John a two dollar bill on his birthday? Nick sent me a two dollar bill on my birthday once. Oh my god, I'm not sure what <laughs> he he just texted me about his podcast that's coming out soon. Um. So that's going to be another new podcast we have here on NOTLG. Be on the lookout. Oni Lorcan just tweeted something. Hold on. Let me pull up what it was. Get alerts for Oni Lorcan. No, I get alerts. I get alerts for freaking Ron Hill for some reason. And I don't It's just people that I've like, like interacted with or liked their tweets lately. It just keeps giving me Ron tweets. And I'm like, these are all Katya related tweets or um, stupid, whatever animal crossing. Um, Oni Lorcan hasn't, he's, he retweeted something 22 hours ago. Oh, yeah, and it just notified me. Uh, I think the matches that made me, I think I think my The Matches That Made he Me Episodes on WWE Network is on next Friday, and there are no rules. I wore my jeans and throw stuff, and my dog is in it. Throw him up. And it's just a picture of him attempting to deadlift his, his pup. He's, ugh. There's somebody there. Somebody on Etsy was selling a, a sticker that's like one up Oni Lurkin. Yeah. Like, and it was really funny. I almost got it. But I was like, no, I can't. I can't be spending all of this money. I've already like gotten a candle. Two candles. Two whole Keanu, candles. Yeah. Keanu Reeves prayer candle. And obviously the pirate one. And then your two little gifties. Yeah. Your gifty poos. I'm excited for those. Me too. But yeah. Thank you, M.A. Solko. That was a great gift. Yes. Thank I, you for, for helping me uh, realize that it wasn't me. So I didn't have an anxiety attack like something I forgot to do. Oh, boy. All right. So uh, that's it for us this week. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Uh, just search Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moonsalt. And you can follow Jam Jam Pingalo, Westeros Bacon Cheeseburger. At JP Thrice. <laughs> 
<laughs> your two best names. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify. Just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. Again, I need confirmation that I am indeed funnier. <laughs> or as funny as I think I am. Uh, Patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G, uh, N-O-T-L-G.spreadshirt.com. But I guess if you consider us independent artists, you would like to support us, go for it. But um, if you have a wrestler who we mentioned like Dan Housen or Jonathan Gresham or whoever your favorite wrestler I, is. I did post a, a picture of me wearing my trip where was Trent and Bill Murray on the moon. And Trent messaged me and said, that shirt is fucking terrible. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and I was like, I like it. And I was like, go buy something from his pro because Trent has one of the best pro wrestling stores. They're so funny. And, absolutely. But now it's unavailable anymore. And he's like, that shirt is the fucking worst. <laughs> Yeah, so ProWrestlingTees.com, find your favorite wrestler's store, buy some of their merch. And if you can't do that... Still, nobody on Etsy even has... Nobody on Etsy even has a Tony Schiavone Starbucks-related anything. My God. Um, John, this is, this is a sign we need to do it first. True. Very true. And then get a cease and desist letter. Yes. Then get I one just realized it's probably on my bucket list. Getting a cease and desist letter? Other, other than getting a restraining order from Chuck Taylor and or Tim Donst. Tim Donst would never do that to me. He loves me. My God. All right. So um, just support your your independent artists any way you can, whether it be purchasing something from them or retweeting them or sharing their stuff out any way you can. If so. you are out of country, please note that it is pretty difficult to get things um, shipped to you out of country. I do know that apparently the U.S. borders are closed to international mail. So I've been unable to get mail from Australia and England and China. So um, I don't know how it's working for people from Canada, but if you're ordering anything, I know there's an option on Etsy if you're for some reason doing anything on Etsy to just search within the United States or within the country that you live in. But um, it does have problems with shipping stuff. But if it's within the United States, it usually is the same shipping time. So just a heads up on that, because I know we have dope international listeners. Dominic and Dan. <laughs> All right. Oh. So that, that is it for us this week. Join us again next week, but there's only one thing left to do. So, man, if you will. Ring the bell, housing. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com. <laughs>